Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team your attention please it's time for last call a behind the scenes and candid conversation from a's baseball that's gonna be gone and it's back to back to back you believe that to mic'd up memories to industry insights an after-dark illumination of our national pastime. Here's Amelia Schimmel and Jessica Kleinschmidt. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're like... Okay, that was abrupt. I, am, I have been bamboozled. I've been hoodwinked. Yeah, we, we had a lot that happened. I can't... I can't focus right now why because apparently Lou Trevino was warming up at the end of the game yeah and so I look okay I kind of buried the lead here we're in we're in the control room and like as we do at the end of the game if we see somebody warming up in the bullpen you know we shout it out we're like all right number 50 warming up at the bend so like you know someone shouts you know number 50 warming up for the Yankees and I was like no that's Tyone he pitched yesterday like he's that's weird that he would be getting a side session because he pitched a lot of innings yesterday there's no way he's warming up like don't put that on the board don't notify the fans because he's not coming into this game there's zero chance and then I found out as I was walking out of the Coliseum first Vince Catronio goes hey did you see that Lou Trevino was warming up in the wrong jersey and I was like oh no I didn't and I didn't even put two and two together I didn't even think that it was like Tyone's jersey until I saw your tweet Mm -hmm. about the (laughs) about the fact that Lou I thought like Lou was maybe warming up in like the wrong gray Yankees jersey or something like that or it said like New York instead of Yankees or something like that and I was like it wasn't until I got home and looked at your tweet and I was like wait Lou Trevino is warming up as Jamison Tyone like going undercover I feel like if you're gonna pose as a Yankee pitcher why not have it be Jamison Tyone (laughs) what is going on let's cheers to oh yeah we forgot sorry to Lou Trevino to figuring it out eventually yeah was he trying to hide was he like they'll never know that i'm here because i shaved and i'm in a different jersey my mind went to maybe he grabbed the wrong jersey because he's not used to the number and that's totally fine obviously jameson wasn't wearing it today um because he was probably in like warm-up stuff because he pitched last night um shout out to i know we don't call him out this early but martin gallegos (laughs) a's beat reporter for mlb.com he he tweeted out mm-hmm. Lou Trevino's warming up in the bullpen and I looked at and now that Trevino is shaved after going to the Yankees I don't recognize him as much yeah and then I had to look I don't know his new number now and I looked at the roster and I was like that's Jamison Tyon I never in my life and I've worked with Martine for about five years now have ever had to correct him and I was ready <laughs> I was ready that's like when I corrected you with Bolte incorrectly yes yes yeah. so it was time it was time and then Sonia, who is doing the Yankees coverage for MLB.com and every other team this season on the mm-hmm. West Coast, she's been phenomenal. I looked at her, I was like, did he put the wrong uniform on? And she's like, yeah, I guess that's what happened. Um, and it's funny because Lou Trevino, that's like such a Lou Trevino thing to do. It's so Lou. Also, I saw him leaving the A's clubhouse this uh, this afternoon to say hello to everybody. And I was like, Lou, man, you got to move on. <laughs> you got to move on. He's like, I He's know, like I know. Stalking us or I was something. like, you're so obsessed, like, with, you're us. So obsessed with us. It was good to see him though. But it was a really funny like moment that 
I didn't think would ever happen with the Yankees, but it happened. Um, and, and yeah, for, to our defense, it was like maybe Jameson Tyone just got up for a little bit, wanted to throw. That wouldn't have been considered a warm up, right? It yeah, would just but been you don't like even do that the day after you pitch a full game. You usually get that day off. I don't judge what non Jameson Tyone, Jameson Tyone does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have, I need like three and a half minutes to interpret what you just said. But yeah, that's about I as agree. long as it takes. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, I, I still don't like he, he was there like throwing. It wasn't just a quick like, oops, my bad. Like he was, was he on TV? Was the cutaway? I didn't, I, don't, I didn't watch the broadcast. Yeah, I don't get to see the broadcast sometimes. I'm just looking yeah. from up in the second. I barely watch the broadcast. We had the binoculars yeah. on. We looked, we confirmed. And like, it's not like they look very similar, but they kind of do. I mean, I mean, like I said, like, we're, we're so used to Lou with the beard. Yeah, it wasn't like they were, you know, they were throwing all that different. Like if if this was like Loizaga or something like that, yeah, I would have I would have known it wasn't Lou. But if it was who? Loizaga. Who's that? The the guy who came, number forty three who came in to pitch for them today. Oh right, Jonathan Loizaga. Yeah, because I thought that. Not. <laughs> You're so cool because you think you pay attention and stuff. Anyway, no, I I only have to. Yeah, like whatever. Um, I I do too, <laughs> but we don't have to go down that road. I was like down the rabbit hole of like Jonah Bride Yankee fandom with this grant. Like I was like oh, in a whole thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. I don't know about. Yeah. It, I'm really excited to tell y'all that, you know, me, I love me some Jonah Bride. Mm -hmm. Um, but before we get into that, we had a celebrity first pitch. Yes. His name was Simba with a Y. Simba. Um, can I just, can I just, can I just, yes. Am I can. allowed to just please. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, <laughs> I, I listen to everything pretty much butt rap. Mm -hmm. And I will let you know if you introduce, sorry, this is going to sound I, so messed up. I just thought you said butt rap and I, I couldn't, I just, I'm a child. I, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. You are a child. Because now I'm thinking about what butt rap would sound like. I, it's definitely angry. Instead of yo MTV raps, it's just butt rap. That's yeah. like the VH1 version. I don't know. Okay. So Simba, AKA our celebrity first pitch mm -hmm. thrower. Mm -hmm was about to throw and they, the intro you had to give, you had to name everything that everybody he's worked with. You know why? Cause nobody has heard of him. Well, I didn't, I cut it down. So like, I don't have to do these long intros, but like, but if it was like T-Pain, you wouldn't have to right. like do all of that. Yeah. And I would have auto-tuned myself for, for the sure. record. Absolutely. And hopefully you, hopefully you played, um, and <laughs> more famously known for I'm in love with the stripper. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely in the butt. Welcome rock, to the welcome to the Coliseum, kids. Because <laughs> um, you know she'd be popping, she rolling, she um, yeah. all that stuff. But it, you know what's weird is I was singing that song like in high school as I was doing laps, like warming up for my softball game. Oh, and yeah. we were just like around doing it. I know. I feel, I feel like I should apologize to my mom because there were times when I was like in the car playing just whatever like raunchy, like yeah. rancid music that I was listening to at the time and like having no idea what the lyrics even meant. And she was like, this is horrible. And I was like, whoa, yeah, my, it is. My mom was. thought Limp Bizkit and Sync were both boy bands. <laughs> I still think They that. kind of are, if you think about yeah. it. Um, but if you have to describe what that person has worked on, they're not famous enough. <laughs> So yeah, if, if like, which is why a lot of people have to like introduce me, like even Mark Ling introduced me to somebody and he like gave them my resume. Yeah. Like literally <laughs> one of the lines introducing Simba was that he had this freestyle YouTube video that he was a part of that got 3.7 million views, which is a big deal. And he's collaborated with like Dr. Dre and all this stuff. And I'm like, they give us kind of like a, a whole paragraph of stuff and you don't have to say it all. I cut it down a little bit. I was like, you know, the popular things that people would recognize he's worked with two chains, whatever. But I'm reading this like long intro for him. And then I look up and he's already thrown the pitch and it's in the air. And I'm like, um, uh, that was a remix. <laughs> I, I just like it in the middle of a sentence and I had to just catch myself and Justin goes, he already threw it. And I was like, oh, um, and that was, a, and I was going to say strike, but it wasn't. So a nice pitch <laughs> and it's bad. The way I said You're a really it, good umpire. The way it sounded was so bad. I didn't even really know what to say at that point. I know he worked with two chains, but he had quite the chain on. Oh my God. Master of the segue right I... here. Freaking no. Quick aside, the owner, the creator of the Segway died on a Segway. We'll talk about that more later. Oh, 
Uh, I, I didn't mean to be morbid. I mean, now I'm scared. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a second. But we need. All to right, talk, We need to talk, <laughs> we need to talk about Simba's shape. I was kind of expecting Simba to be like a like a lion cub or something. Yeah, like I want to talk to him about Ooh, the loss of Mufasa. No. He was a rapper and the Segway guy. <laughs> he had a chain on. I walk into the elevator and he is riding the elevator to the field level where he's going to go through the first pitch. And I swear, I just for some I got like um starstruck by the chain that he was wearing yeah like just just by his necklace it was it probably worth more than me as a person like How- everything that I own in this life <laughs> I would say the same thing but I think I'm worth like 14 dollars like, ele- <laughs> no you're worth weight you're worth at least 17 thank you and yeah. and like a couple jack-in-the-box tacos. yeah and a side of fries girl yeah um I think if the elevator were to like shut down or like the power were to go out I would 100% steal that chain first things first oh 100% I mean? and yeah and I think there were like fries in the elevator too he so had I'd... like a full-on posse with an entourage yeah an entourage yeah but I like, uh, I but like to... oh my god yeah. it was shiny and um no he was he was really cool though he was great he went up to the tree house he talked with Kara he was really cool and he was like you could tell he's you know an ace fan he was yeah. wearing the jersey the whole bit so. he had the 925 on there I didn't see that part That's yeah awesome. um I will say he's that from the Bay Area I'm always stoked because the A's get the personalized jerseys for the mm-hmm. for the celebrity pitches yeah I have like a lot of followers I would like one <laughs> what number should I put on you the gotta throw out a first pitch. 69 I'm terrified to do that I've done it me too I've done a bunch of times but like you and I both have baseball softball background yeah. so there's extra pressure there yeah I but think that we've doesn't account for the before. death grip that we would have to put on the ball and like the sweatiness and the nervousness and like then all of the softball training goes out the window nobody would point. be allowed to access twitter for four days <laughs> just saying okay so yeah Simba uh my dude thank you so much for joining us but please next time wait until I'm done reading your bio in order to throw the pitch we spent a lot of time talking about this guy yeah I don't know that wasn't even part of the play let's move on we spent more time talking about Simba than we did Lou and then not the first pitch we didn't even talk about the game yet yeah that that, we don't need to because it it was fine (laughs) oh we have stuff to talk about but before the game um bingo happened to the treehouse there was happy hour and I will say it was my first it was my time to shine like I finally got like all these ideas to do bingo and I didn't even show up. You, you said I ghosted y'all. You left us at the altar. I ghosted y'all left you at the yeah, altar. You were over there with bride. You left us at the I, altar. I did. Um, and in my defense, which you were really cool about, you're like, you don't have to defend yourself. Um, I had to get an interview. Yeah, you and were she, working. She couldn't record until 5.15. You know what time my show starts? 5.40. Oh, I actually just you, you're all she's like freaking she's out. sweating right now. Shout out to Robert Costa, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal engineer slash producer. I can tape it, do the intro, the yeah. outro really quickly, and he puts it together, and boom, it's ready for the pregame show. So thankful. Um, and by the time that was over, it was Marley Rivera. It was Marley right? Rivera, yeah. yes, of ESPN. She was fantastic. She um has all the insides on um the Aaron Judge extension. I asked her, is the monetary value even does that even exist when yeah. it comes to Aaron Judge? And How she many kinda, zeros are on that? So back many end zeros. Of that. And it was perfect timing because today Julio Rodriguez of the Marlins signed an extension worth a quadrillion dollars, worth up to $400 million, 12 years. And I asked her about that. And she's like, if he's going to get that, imagine what Aaron Judge is worth. Slash, he's in the Bay Area right now and he mm. loves him some San Francisco. Mm. So the Giants are certainly on that list. Yeah. And I said, what does a free agency look like for Aaron Judge? And she just kind of said LMAO. And for, there's an S at the end with dollar signs. <laughs> and it would be a cool homecoming and all of that. And I heard a slight rumor. He's not Ooh. a huge fan of the East Coast. Yeah. Um, but we talked about that. And then she kept like reminding us that um, these A's and these Yankees do not have the same payroll. I'm like, really? What? <laughs> and just stuff like that um but it was a really cool interview and then um she actually was really close with frankie montas Mm -hmm. and she said his addition to the clubhouse was fantastic yeah um working on that and i told her uh if any yankee fans are mean to him i will find you (laughs) i believe that to even it out i was late for bingo thank you very much (laughs) so i finished up bingo which i had a great time by the way doing um did you good yeah i'll tell you all about it since Mm -hmm. you missed the whole thing Um, i literally showed up to take a photo with you to act like i was there (laughs) we did (laughs) i'm the worst you're like n45 okay bye everybody (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) it's been 
photograph evidence. I was here. I was here. I was here. (laughs) So um, we had a good time. I always have a good time. The, um, yeah, the bingo is so much fun. And I was having a fun time trolling Yankees fans today. That was a good one. There were a lot of Yankee fans playing bingo too. They were really, really good sports. There was like, specifically a couple of Yankee fans who like won bingo the first they were two good rounds. sports about bingo but not anything In else this, <laughs> not other sports yeah um no yeah they were these these were fine they're yeah. okay in my book yeah yeah we don't need to cancel them just yet but they're um <laughs> for being Yankee fans I mean um <laughs> I don't know I don't know what I said. Okay. So these, there was a, a couple of ladies, they were, you know, decked out in their Yankees gear. They had their cheetah jerseys on, you know, I they said cheetah. I'm like, no, cool. no, no. I, like, I don't want no. <laughs> like, like a cheetah print. Yeah. Yankees jersey. You know, I would wear that. Oh God. Oh, I can't, I cannot think of a worse combo between cheetah print and Yankees pinstripes. I mean, you'd think they'd be like, oh, are you from Jersey? And they'd like have a fit. Yeah, 100%. You'd yeah, yeah. have to be from Jersey or Staten Island yeah, to wear that. Yeah, like a Snooki. 100%. Like Snooki. Yeah, and you'd have to be like orange. Ooh, um, I love her. <laughs> I love Snooki. I'm not even kidding. Wait, wait, wait. We've gone off the rails. We went from bingo to Snooki. Can we talk about Snooki? We like, talked about Simba for 45 minutes. You're right. Let me have this. You're right. <laughs> I did not enjoy, uh, what the hell was it called? Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. I yeah. didn't either, but I also loved it. I, I, I understand like the desire to watch trash TV and I have like one or two of those that you I know can me, tolerate. I love trash yeah. TV. I'm the, on yeah. the opposite. Like I just, I can't watch I'm watching it. 90 day fiance. You're watching CNN. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There are two types of women. <laughs> They're both scary in their own way. A hundred percent. Um, yeah. But, uh, anyways, so at bingo, these two Yankee fans, um, they were great sports because I was just ragging on them. So I would, you know, um, I would say like, you know, when they, when they won bingo, for example, they came up, they had the, like the whole table full of prizes to choose from. There's awesome prizes, especially the ones that last dive bar contributed mm-hmm. with, um, gift baskets and stuff. Which and- is funny. Cause there was Derek Jeter jerseys there. What? Give what me a basket. Oh, <laughs> that was an intellectual one yeah I couldn't it took me a second yeah I may like like Snooki but I love wittiness too yeah there it is okay so they won they won you know first two rounds of bingo like these two ladies that were in Yankees jerseys and they come up and I'm like all right now you can get some A's hats to switch out those awful Yankee hats and they were like they were laughing yeah. about it and everybody was like having a oh, good time cool. with it and then whenever I said like B2 or whatever um but I, I was like, Nick Allen, the best number two alive, like stuff like that. I don't know if I even said that, but I should have actually, this is a missed opportunity. I said something about like, Jeter's okay too. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. I actually humbled Nick Allen today. Yeah. He was in the dugout and I said, you got to show your credential. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he um, held one up. God, Nick Allen, his defense, man, I... Yeah, and, and Solid. I, I I don't think the defensive game in any aspect of baseball is talked about enough. Yeah. And I think that's because, you know, selfishly, I was better at defense than hitting. I was like Omar Vizquel, um, except <laughs> didn't make money. Um, and <laughs> you're just like Omar I'm Vizquel. literally Omar Vizquel, except for like a lot of I've been honestly trying to nail that doppelganger for a while now. And thank you for bringing that up. People say Topanga. She's like, no, 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 no. no, no. I got one better. Omar Vizquel. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Um, So I really appreciate his defensive game and from the amount of range he has to cover. And I didn't have a chance to talk to Josh Donaldson about that. I'm always curious because of all the foul ground and um, everything like that. But Zach Jackson joined us for bingo as well, too um was it like the cal stevenson thing where like you were in the middle of something he like showed up yeah okay it wasn't no it wasn't quite like that i knew that he was that he was going to join for bingo and you know zach jackson is like he's like tall, less unassuming than cal stevenson you know what i mean like cal stevenson he's an athlete but you know zach jackson you notice when a, yeah. a relief pitcher shows up yeah. right they're taller it's he was also in full uniform so that helped <laughs> um <laughs> or just some guy really trying yeah. hard <laughs> You never know when there's like a six foot four dress, dress with a job you want, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> wearing a Zach Jackson Jersey. So, um, yeah, he comes up and, um, he just gets thrown right into bingo. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, Zach Jackson, number 61. And I think it kind of clicked in his head that I was the PA announcer oh, at that point cool. because I had never met him before, but when I announced him for bingo, so he starts going, so he runs doing- off into the mound, the mound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just starts like 
firing fastballs in the treehouse. Um, no, I <laughs> blue collared boys starts playing. Oh, good song. <laughs> so good, good. Good song, Zach. Um, he was great. He was awesome about it because bingo was taking a little while and like, you know, nobody was getting bingo. I was like, if you have, if you have to go, I yeah. have to work today. Like, it's okay. He he's like, no, had, Cal said he got a bingo. Like, no, I'm gonna get a bingo. I'm, he's like, I got this. And then at the end he was like, Hey, you know, I, I've never met you in person, but I, I recognize oh, your cool. voice. That's really cool. And I was like, yeah, nice to meet you. Finally. I almost, I always want to be like, he had to run, but I always want to be like, you know, if you kind of, if you're annoyed by the way that I pronounce your name, like if, if it's too high or too low or too whatever, or if, you know, like go a little higher on the second half of my name. And uh, all for that. Andrus, I always went, Andrus! Like yes. I always like went up for it. And I never really, I, I always kind of wondered, like, did Elvis, like, is that something that like he heard or did he just yeah. kind of walk up to the plane? And yeah. It was like, whatever, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, I know I could only imagine like, when they pick their walk-up music, how your voice is like intertwined yeah. with that. If it's like a rhythm or I know like sometimes they just get in the game and like nothing matters, but they they have to, yeah. they pick a walk-up song and listen to you for a reason. Well, because Sean Murphy's music has been so kind of like fun, folky and not necessarily like um, badass yeah. kind of hip hop stuff. I generally don't necessarily introduce him as like, oh my God, he's coming to the plate right now. Watch out folks kind of tone. I kind of like that though. Cause you know what I mean? It's a bomb and you're like, whoa. Yeah. But then there's certain guys. Um, I don't know whether it's, um, I'm trying to think of guys whose songs are like, re- like Jonah Bride. He's got ball. And oh, he's got right. that song. So right. you can really like Jonah Bride, you know, you can really um, like get into it. Can you announce my name? <laughs> yeah. But what's your, uh, what's your song? Should we play it or what? Um, I, I don't know my song right now because it changes all the time actually i do have one i will i i have one i have one i have and one. what's your number um seven. i'm not asking for your digits. I was like, There's... 95 <laughs> um seven yeah yeah okay that's or, mine, or okay. 69 <laughs> okay we'll go with seven or 42 we'll go with seven 42 has <laughs> been retired sorry <laughs> has 69 um no it has not are you gonna give me one of those songs where it's like where it's like so folky that I have to be like, Jessica, no, it's, <laughs> it's sublime with Rome. So oh, okay, it's, that's it's good. Stonery. I need the accent. the best part. Like now? Now batting number seven, Jessica Kleinschmidt! <laughs> I got I, I I need a moment that was that was me I never hit even, a homer I yeah or like I don't mm. but or I had a good time in the process Whew. <laughs> wow it's the wine that was a lot <clears throat> it's the wine that was just um but speaking of Sean Murphy you wrote in the notes catchers <laughs> catchers interference yes I did um I freaking hate okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This rule. Uh, why? First of all, I know it's a rule. Don't get me wrong, but I swear, like, I think the second or third year I started professionally covering baseball. Like I call that I'm not just blogging. I'm a real person. All of a sudden people are making the big deal out of the catcher's interference. And I want to say it was exaggerated a little bit. Cause I think I was covering a giants game and it wasn't, I think it might've been Buster Posey. He had like three or four catcher interferences against him over a certain span of time. And everybody in the press box had no idea what this rule meant. Yeah. And I think that had a lot to do with the fact that it wasn't used a lot. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, these types of things, I think Sean Murphy was getting in trouble for a lot of them as well. He got, yeah, he got a couple of those. <clears> yeah. And I think season. that's kind of how he's always been like, and I understand that, but um, I wondered why you brought that in. Well, because we were actually Besides to ruin my night. Yeah. I was, um, my goal ultimately was to ruin your night, sure. but um, also I wanted to inquire as to what you think about this. When the catcher's interference happened, I noticed immediately like the umpire <clears throat> props to that umpire because he pointed to the catcher. He made it very clear so that I knew what was going on, even though that wasn't his goal. Should um, be every time. <laughs> I want to tell Amelia, 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 this is what I'm doing. 
<laughs> the umpire should like have yeah. a direct line. I agree. That'd be amazing. Um, so Trevino, his glove was like a little bit far out. Um, far out, man. And Murph's bat kind of hit the glove. Then he tipped the ball. Um, so it looked like a foul ball in like f- going full speed. Um, and then he kind of pointed and the umpire said, yep, it tipped Trevino's glove. Um, and they called catcher's interference. He gets first base. And here's my thought. So we have a guy, a statistician who sits near me. His name's Charlie or Andrew. Sometimes today was Andrew. I don't know. We'll he has two first names. <laughs> it's usually, I don't, sorry. Okay. It's the mine. Today was Andrew. He's awesome. Wait, tomorrow can my name be different? <laughs> so, like <okay>. Omar? <laughs> tomorrow you're Mr. Viscal. Today was Andrew doing um, like ball striking out stuff, like monitoring every pitch. Sometimes it's Charlie. That's why I was just, <laughs> and the, the days are blurring together. So Andrew Charlie was on this machine and <laughs> he logs every single pitch <laughs> and I can't focus when you're laughing. Well, my thing is that sometimes my name's Jess, sometimes it's Jessica, but that's sometimes not Sometimes like... it's Barbara. <laughs> we don't talk about Barbara. I'm sorry. Or Bruno. Or Bruno. <laughs> so... We're just, so he's doing the ball strike out machine. You have to punch a key for like every single pitch that happens. Strike, ball, foul tip, in play, anything. You have to log all of that. <clears throat> if a guy fouls off six foul balls, they all have to be logged because what you see on the ribbon boards, those are those like slim video boards um, under the main ones, is a total pitch count for the pitcher. So Garrett Cole's throwing like, you know, let's say he has 70 total pitches. 30 of them are balls, 40 of them are strikes. Math, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, my, all the foul, ball, all the foul balls over. matter there. So if there's a catcher's interference, what does that register as? Because at the time on the broadcast, it said there were 16 pitches thrown by Garrett Cole. We had 17. We didn't know, or I didn't know personally, whether, whether he should log that as a strike. It wasn't a foul ball because the ball's dead as soon as it touches the catcher's glove or sorry, as soon as the bat touches the catcher's glove for catcher's interference, the ball is dead. Um, shouldn't count as a strike for Garrett Cole, right? Because, or, or should it, because it was thrown as a strike and it was intended to be in, in the zone in the first place. Does that just not even count as a pitch? I don't, I guess, I don't know. I feel stupid not knowing that because I usually am really good with obscure I, baseball rules. I like that question a lot. I yeah. feel like in my in my mind, the moment the pitcher throws, that's a pitch count that adds the pitch count. Yeah. As far as defining it as a ball or strike, I think I would have to know a little bit more about where they measure as far as what the umpire or the actual rules are. Mm -hmm. Like when the ball hits a certain spot, that's when you can make the call. Well, so like if, for example, like right, right, right. As it crosses the plate, because you think about the secondary pitches when there's movement. Yeah. Does that mean like, like if it's a curveball, was it a strike before or after it went from one to three or three to six or whatever it is? That's a great question. Like if, um, well, I think that if like a guy swings or it's just called a strike, um, then it's registered as a strike there. So if the ball is thrown like two feet above the zone, but somebody takes a hack at it and it goes, you know, into right field or something that's still registered as a strike for the pitcher, I think. Hopefully. I would assume. Oh, that's a good, you know question. what I mean? Like it's thrown as a ball, but it's swung at and therefore. Yeah. Because I would assume the <clears> moment <throat> that the, the bat hits the ball, you'd be able to put a measurement on that because I think about, you know, the official score when he's saying this was how many strikes it was. Um, and if you look at the MLB.com, like the game day, you look at the actual pitches, mm-hmm. it would say whatever it's measured as a strike and then, yeah. or it could be foul ball out, but it's still measured as a strike. I'm taking a big risk here because maybe there's going to be people that are going to tweet about the fact that like, oh my God, how could you not know this? But I am just like, really not sure what you register the catcher's interference pitch as when it, when it comes to the pitcher's total balls and strikes. I actually, I think that's a really good question because I, there was that one point we actually, I wrote an article straight up on, it was kind of a, like a facetious WTF is a catcher's interference call Mm -hmm. because a, it was, it wasn't a brand new rule of course, but it was becoming talked about so much, but they had to address it. And unfortunately, because it was attached to Buster Posey at that point, we had to know a little bit more about it as the king of making up his own rules. So there's that, but it was kind of those. (laughs) Well, I kind of feel like, like I enjoy the catcher's interference 
call like the rule in general i don't mm -hmm. love when when guys stand really far back in the box and take these hacks that they would not take otherwise because i've seen that a few times where somebody kind of almost swings backward like makes a long looping swing instead of their direct swing to the ball um and i don't know i i don't know why Giancarlo stanton's name is coming up in my head for that i feel like maybe that's something that happened earlier in the year where he kind of has this long looping swing i was gonna say and i like, don't think he actually he takes even, up a lot of room. right he swings like a tree trunk you know it's like a four foot bat so it's to match his legs exactly um so i don't think that that's intentional when it comes to yeah. him for example but there are guys who will try to get a catcher's interference call and i think that umpires should be like definitely cracking down on that type of stuff this was obviously not intentional this was murph's regular swing this was trevino's glo trevino's glove like way too it's close. interesting that murphy was the batter in this case why how so oh because he's the catcher he's, yeah. well he's usually the guy the who's guy, always yeah. getting popped maybe he was getting his revenge against trevino i like that and it, literally trevino is one of Wait, like was was murphy the batter or was it pender hmm. i know it's murphy right i don't know i honestly don't it was one of the times i was not paying attention doesn't matter but the point is it happened okay. and i wonder if trevino oh. ask him tomorrow i'm like are you a are you the guy if, if you heard that <laughs> if you heard that that means she opened her laptop opened my laptop she opened this her... entire time i said it was murphy and the batter could have been pinder everything blurs together i feel like if i were either murphy or pinder and you got me confused for the other guy i would not be upset it could have been it doesn't it honestly does not matter who the batter was the mm -hmm. point is that happened um, I know you wrote here, you want to talk about the judge home run and I will talk about it only because he's on his way to 50 home runs Ugh. that like, you know, what's funny is obviously when you and I were growing up, like that was an adorable number because of the steroid era, right? Like mm -hmm. I remember I was on an I was, adorable, number. An adorable number when I was playing in little league, I was in the Cardinals and the Cubs. And that was during the Sammy Sosa Mark oh, McGuire yeah. race, which like I said, adorable which, one were number. You? which, what do you mean? When you were on the Cardinals and the Cubs, were you Sammy or Big Mac? I was very Sammy-ish when I was on the Cubs. I tried to do a hop when every, every time I hit a home run, which was once. <laughs> but <clears throat> I hit it off of a guy who ended up being a really talented football player. And guess what? He was popped for steroids. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and my, my brother played against him in football and he was like, I can never like catch up to that guy. And it turns out that's why. Um, <laughs> so I thought it was really cool. He had his 49th home run. And I also found out I register as one of, um, Aaron judges calves, my body type. He's a huge man huge. and I knew it, but like, dude, God, um, can't wait for him to be right across the bridge. So we can watch him whenever he wants, no. whenever we want, Boo. but more importantly, a one, Mr. Jonah bride hit his first MLB career home run. And I kind of, kind of, kind of, <laughs> um, I love the bride family. His dad, Patrick bride, shout out Patrick sent me a message about a month or two ago saying, Hey, I really appreciate your coverage. So uncle Mark, who we love, sent me a photo of the home run mm -hmm. and I sent it to his dad before I tweeted it out. And I said, I'm going to tweet this out, but I wanted to make sure you saw it. And he's like, thank you very much. Total class, which is funny because he doesn't know me, but he said, we are kind of getting emotional here over in Arkansas. Oh, and, um, cool. and then I talked to Jonah after the game and he's like, my dad told me that like you sent this and Jonah actually hit the home run, of course, off of Garrett Cole. Yeah. If you're going to do it. He got mm -hmm. 200 strikeouts. Um, first guy to do it this season. And his grand, his late grandfather was a big Yankee fan. He's like, my, my grandpa was watching chills. That. I know chills. I know. So it was really cool. And to know that I, you know, like got to share that with his dad really quickly before I tweeted it out was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. We love us some Jonah bride. Um, mea culpa. It was Chad Pinder who was batting mm. during the catcher's interference says here on MLB.com. So it must be true. And I love Pinder. So the, yeah. he wins. So that's how it works. It wasn't Sean Murphy trying to get revenge. It was Chad Pinder. But anyways, uh, yeah, I loved watching the, I loved watching the Jonah Bride homer. And I loved being able to say that was Jonah Bride's first major league home run. Yeah. That was a really fun one for me. And I heard that too. And it sounded really, and I'm not saying like, oh, it sounded really cool, but it's like, I, I remember thinking like she gets to do that cool stuff. Yeah. I, I, that one, those are so fun for me those are just so cool and, you have to and like, this year you get to do a lot of that there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of i remember talking about that i was on a podcast earlier and i was like i hope it doesn't lose like the magic of that you know what yeah. i mean and even jonah said like it was a long time coming and i feel like if you're going to get your first home run it's the perfect scenario it sucks that they didn't win but it definitely made things interesting there at the end 
I'm going to like kind of flip-flop it. Unfortunately, we do have some negative things that happened out of some Yankee fans' mouths tonight. Ugh. Um, and that I didn't is a, love. Yes. And that, and Pinder's a good segue there because he was, you know, unfortunately, like he went hard into the right field wall um, trying to make a catch. And, you know, Pinder goes all out. We've, how many times have we seen it this season where Pinder gets really shaken up and, you know, he, there were collisions that he's had or whatever. And I was just really worried that, you know, it looked like he kind of rolled an ankle or something like that there. And so our trainers ran out and like, what happens while Pinder's trying to figure out if he's going to stay in the game or not, but a let's go Yankees cheer. Yeah. You do not cheer when uh, you do not do any synchronized cheers or any cheers of any kind. When another player of any team is potentially injured, you just don't do it. And then later on, one of the Yankees players, um, I think it was Trevino um, got hit by a he pitch did, yeah. on, in the foot. And it was dead silent. You know why? Because respect. Because you do not say, let's go Oakland while Trevino's hurt, like the, the Yankees fans did for Pinder. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's rude. Yeah. Don't do it. I completely agree. And my best friend Courtney's in town. And she said every time that she's here, she's a Yankees fan. Because, you know, she likes to visit me because she actually loves me, not because her team's playing. But <laughs> she said the A's fans are always so amazing to her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a respecting. No, I'm not blaming all Yankees fans. I'm not saying they're all like, you know, irresponsible or rude or whatever. It just, it struck me as like, okay, this is a little bit like not. And you know, it happened a lot today when JP, he started today, of course, against his former team and he works like a robot. So he works quickly. So whenever anything that he does, I know there's a meaning behind it. There mm-hmm. is a strategy behind it because that's how his mind works. And he kept throwing to first to, you know, even stuff out. We talked about that. I'm a firm believer in that people were booing. And this one Yankee fan said, Sears, keep doing it. And I was like, I know for a fact, this guy, this guy is a guy who gets swiped left on all the time on dating apps. (laughs) 100%, 100%. And he probably uh, peaked in JV. Do you know that I went to high school with a guy named Jesse Spears? And every time I announced JP Sears, I almost accidentally say that. I say Spears on accident all the time, but it's just because I tweet out Brittany a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's toxic. Say (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Oops, you did it again. Oh, there Um, it is. So we have a couple more things to to go over before we end things. Um, But I don't want to end. I think I'm having a really good time tonight. I know, but timing wise, if we have an 87 hour podcast... Only Uncle Mark's gonna listen. It's not the it's not last call. It's, it's not, just it's just call. call. It's just call. It's you know, when they say at the end of the night, like you ain't gotta go home, but you gotta get the hell up out of here. Yeah. We you we, don't we, because we, we're gonna keep this going. And Amelia will take you in, is the problem. <laughs> like Amelia's like, you can stay. What do you need? You can let us stay over. You could stay, we could have a sleepover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but I thought something was it was really cool today. I um, I looked up at the jumbotron because it was the, the only time I look up there is when a um, a proposal is not taking place. <laughs> and I looked up and I saw Wrightfield Will, who I think this is the first one of the first times we've actually really talked to him. I know or talked about him, mm. and he was doing the Balfour Rage. Yeah, and um, we of course know Grant Balfour and Wrightfield Will was the creator of it. When mm. Balfour would come out of the bullpen, his song would play, and it was like hardcore metal rock, Metallica, yeah. Metallica, and and they would just do this Balfour rage. And it was really cool to see that because it was one of the, the times I, I really made the decision that I wanted to continue this reporter career career. And I had Ryan Roland Smith on the show. And he, of course, is oh, a, fellow, a fellow Aussie yeah. and him and Grant have a podcast together. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. One of those full circle moments, but I saw Wrightfield Will did tag you in a tweet about it. He did. Yeah. yeah. I saw that on the way home. Yeah. I can't take credit for playing the song. Well, by the way, um, I appreciate you. And I, lo- I just, I loved the cut way. I saw you guys on the board going nuts and it was just, oh man, it hyped me up. Um, but I did not choose that song. It was the audio guys. And you know, it's not like they did a fantastic job. Um, like, they were the ones that decided to play that stuff and they knew it was the right time. They knew they were going to fire everybody up in the bleachers. So that was on them. It's like once in a while, I'll make a song suggestion and stuff. And I know people reach out to me on Twitter and are like, Hey, thanks for playing that song. And like, I can't take credit for those. Um, but yeah, that was cool. That was fun. I think it got me in the throwback mood, by the way, because I know we've got the streak reunion on Sunday and I will be not going streaking. Well, Eric Burns, you want people to come to the game or not? Yeah. So tell people you're going streaking. 
We're going streaking. Go to the quad. No. So the um, 20 to 25 or so people that we've got coming back, I think it's, that's a random guess of number that I'm taking, but it's a lot of people that are coming back players and coaches from the 2002 team. And so I know that's not Grant Balfour, but I'm just talking about like traditional A's awesomeness. But there like, is an open invitation for Grant Balfour. <laughs> he'll like randomly, he'll like randomly come to a sports whenever. game. Like interesting. Okay. When we celebrate the 2014 team or whatever, <laughs> he can do that. I, I don't know what year, but <laughs> um, so no, but like you know, we miss like, you, Scott Sizemore. <laughs> Eric Sogard, where you at? <laughs> I can, Jack I can have them there in two seconds. You just let me Jack know. Um, so no, but like we, you know, what I was thinking about, like, cause we are going to see Tejada and Hatterberg and T-Long and those guys. Like You were pretty excited Sunday. to see Tejada there. And I was um, too. And I just have the Tejada drum chants in my head I and the know. T-Long drum chants. That's my childhood. I know. And I have no idea what you're talking about. However, mm-hmm. I can't wait to like experience that. Um, but, but before that, well, who was, who was the guy that you were the most surprised that like said yes to coming back to yeah. for the reunion well Tahada because we haven't seen he him in a long say time that might have been yeah him. like I don't you know I don't know him personally but like I know that he hasn't been back in a while um and I think he lives in DR so it's a little bit of a trip yeah. for him um really excited to see him and then we've it's got such a special Hatterberg, team. we've got Mulder we've yeah. got Huddy we've got um, Ricardo Rincon we've got Bernsey we've got um gosh uh Thad Bosley we've got Art Howe we've got Brad Fisher we've got Chad Bradford I'm making a lot of promises guys they're all on the list I don't you know I don't know for sure they until they actually not show, show up. up yeah they could be like you with bingo <laughs> <laughs> wow. no but no 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 oh, we got a lot of really really good names you guys you know what I'm just gonna pull this up right now because I just wrote all the scripts for them it's gonna be a lot of talking and I tweeted I literally was gonna tweet it out but I just like yeah. did it oh Tim Hudson. oh David Justice you Art Howe. Billy Koch. I think you said him. Stop. Billy Koch. We've got Ken Maka. We've got Rick Peterson with the best mullet of all time. Randy Velarde. We've got Mark Ellis. Steve Vucinich. You don't see him around that often. We're not actually going to have him, so we'll cut that out. Uh. Um, we've got Ray Durham. We've got Larry Davis, the trainer. You guys recognize him. Um, so here's the thing. I wrote like a lot of scripts for Sunday. I'm looking at the spreadsheet right now in OMG. It's a lot of letters. It's a lot of words. It's a lot of um, me needing tea for sure on Sunday and a lot of water. It's going to be fun. But I do want to talk about, we can't just skip to Sunday because tomorrow, Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I will say, I don't know much about Paw Patrol. I'm a little nervous about that. That's Oh, that's my, like a little younger. Well, my this. yeah, and that's what I, I was nervous about it. I was like, is that what we're talking about? My nephew is obs- was obsessed with it. Um, but other than that, I just okay. So I just I know. Okay, let me just give me give me a second. I know yeah. you're into SpongeBob, <laughs> but I didn't realize how into SpongeBob you actually were. Um, so when it, when it comes to theming your bathroom, wait, okay, but I need to tell you. All right, in college, I had a SpongeBob. My my roommate Adriani and I in college had a spongebob themed bathroom we had a spongebob shower curtain i wasn't recording i'm just kidding i oh my (laughs) god (laughs) that was a good were you waiting to do that no i just was bored (laughs) (laughs) i almost had a heart attack okay so so back to this i can't even focus now your bathroom god i'm sweating like Mm -hmm. in my knees (laughs) um i had a spongebob toilet cozy i had a spongebob shower curtain oh like like rug shower mat whatever um the whole bathroom was spongebobbed out okay and this was my sophomore year of college and as we're like you know at the end of the year we're packing everything up and like my roommate and i like bought it together or whatever and i'm like hey why don't you take all the spongebob stuff because you're a huge spongebob fan or whatever fan and i'm like you know i'm just kind of into it and she's like no, I thought you were a really big SpongeBob fan. I, I was wondering why you bought all that stuff for the bathroom. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, thought she, I thought this whole time she was like a SpongeBob fanatic because she had like some Patrick stuffed yeah. animal or something like that. No, it turns out like I just thought that. Wow. Yeah. So we both, we got our wires crossed mm. and everybody that visited our dorm sophomore year was probably like super weird. Yeah. Out. Um, but I, I do love SpongeBob. 
I love the gifts. I love all the like songs and stuff. I love how clever that show is. It's a great show. It's not just SpongeBob for our drone show. It's all of Nickelodeon or not all of Nickelodeon, but like a good sample of Nickelodeon stuff. Um, Paw Patrol, like you said, Rugrats. Rugrats was my Dude. staple. Um, there, I just watched a documentary on Nickelodeon <laughs> called The Orange Years, and it was fantastic. <laughs> a lot of nostalgia, um, but like nostalgia that like ugh, t- times were like good back then. Yeah, times were good. No bills, no anything. Yeah, yeah we had hope. Yeah, we had hope. I didn't like boys. Like, <laughs> oh. I, I, I hated. I. And not from a perspective of like my sexual identity, yeah. but I didn't worry about dating at all. It was fantastic. Yeah. The time before that was yeah nice. It was pleasant. Um, the uh, slime that I saw in the control, I saw two full buckets of green if slime. If I'm not slimed. Well, you, okay. We're going to have to put in a request. I because need I to asked be slimed. To be slimed too. I need to be slimed. I told uh, our producer, Justin, that I would be, like on the roster for getting slimed if there's there's i think two targets tomorrow one is a player i know i know, know who they're i know who i know who they're who they um and and yeah so somebody else basically put in their wish first like two other people and like if they're getting slimed then fine then great yeah. i said as a backup i will do it because they secretly do want to get if, slimed okay if i don't get slimed it's not going on twitter at all i'm not going to tweet about it at all not Either I, about what the, the any anything about the sliming you're like boycotting i'm boycotting if i don't get slimed it will not go on twitter <laughs> so oh, it will no, not it will not have it will not have martin gallegos's twitter account i'm like instead. i'm gonna act like it doesn't exist <laughs> martin also thought jameson ty or uh lou trevino was jameson tyon so i mean what are you gonna do you can't trust that man <laughs> you cannot not to be trusted i just need it i need it <laughs> I did it. We're gonna work on it. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet Mark slime. Summers, and be like, oh, I double cool. dare you to get me slimed, or or I'm never watching you and your next guest appearance on Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives again. <laughs> and I know I, you go on often. The slime is gross. I uh, I touched it, um, and it like. I don't think it would ever come out of my hair. If I, if I do get slime tomorrow, I'm going to have to shave my head. I have to tell you something. What? Did you watch, are you afraid of the dark? Of course I did. You know, I'm not a sociopath. I was, it was on the orange years. I know Dom Z who is one of the, like, cause it was a Canadian show. Right. Yeah. So I don't know, remember so much about it. I know, though. but you know how, when they would say the um, honor of the midnight society and throw yes. that stuff, you know that what that was? No coffee creamer powdered coffee creamer because it was flammable you always have the journalistic scoop i don't don't mess with me don't mess with me because and i knew that a as i was little i would throw dirt on it and wonder why which is the fire so are you saying coffee creamer is flammable what are you saying yeah a powdered coffee creamer is flammable huh kids huh do with that don't try that at home unless you are telling a scary ghost story then it's fine but do you remember like when you first saw it and I would go camping, I will never go camping again, except for like, I'll sit outside God, and drink no. margaritas. No, we but... have indoor plumbing. Why are people still camping? Thank you. Yeah. And when, and don't try to say, oh, we're going glamping. That's the same that's, exact that's thing. That's like going to a hotel, but like the walls are made of tents. It's literally, okay, you're, it's like you're having a wedding. You have those tents. That's what glamping is. Yeah. It's just the exact I'll same glamp. thing. I'll glamp. Yeah. But I'm not going to call it that. For sure. Um, and so I, when I watched that documentary, the orange years, they talked about it. And one guy was like, I'm not going to tell you he was on mean girls, you know, like the, uh, um, and he was like, I'm not going to tell you. And like four of the people from the show, they like, Oh, it's coffee creamer. So interesting. Um, so would you recommend the orange years documentary? Oh my gosh, please watch it. Talk about adventures and Pete and Pete rugrats. Mm -hmm. Clarissa explains it all. She was like a feminist before Mm -hmm. we knew what the term feminist meant. Um, she made it okay to be friends with boys. Now that's not the case, but you know, it was, it was just really cool. This is, I'm just so excited for tomorrow and I'm so excited for Sunday. There's a lot of big things. I have my, my family and friends are in town. It's going to be a big thing. And we get, I didn't, I totally spaced on the Nickelodeon night until I told them the drone show is going to be great. We're going to have some special drone characters. Drone shows are so cool. Going to go down and it's just going to be memories because that, and then followed by the reunion. Yeah. Drone shows are super cool. If you have not seen one yet, come tomorrow. And if you're listening to this on Saturday, come tonight at 6 PM. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I am going to make a better, um, 
I'm going to try to be more like amongst the fans. I sat mm-hmm. in the, the stand or the seats today and it was just phenomenal. I mm-hmm. watching JP Sears and then like seeing the guys where I, cause I'm used to the press box and I yeah. actually have to sit out there with somebody to be stealing people's seats. Do you think that if you're amongst the fans that somebody will be like, Oh my God, Omar Vizquel is here. Probably. Or, okay. So yeah. just beware. I will say somebody, Sign autograph. somebody did want to take a photo with me today. I'm just saying. Cool. And was he, it me at bingo? So Yes. <laughs> But no, somebody, it was, we hosted a basketball team, one of the top 18U. And of course there was 1800 people on the field during batting practice. Not because yeah. all watching the A's, obviously. So um, much media for the A's. So much media for the A's. And, um, and they were fantastic. They were super sweet. And they go, Jessica. And it was funny because it was in front of one of our um, camera directors. And I, I was so oblivious that they were calling me for the 45th time. And they want to take a photo. It was really sweet. And um, I really appreciate you guys for doing that. So that's cool. Well, this red wine has been delicious. This show has been a lot of fun. I'm so hungry. Did we miss anything? Should we talk about anything else? What's going on? Like (laughs) she really just wants, she doesn't want to let us I mean, we talked about Simba for 46 minutes. So I just don't even know if there's more. That's it. Wow. (laughs) We nailed it. I'm like, this is nice. I did get to bring Courtney um my Courtney's best. her friend but best friend you she almost did it again Amelia I'm sorry I don't she's I gonna don't call like you to out for that to five friends like that 20 They're years though best friend I mean even beyond she's my soul my soul my soul I got to give her a tour she met the Olivia the Erica the Martin Gallegos she did meet the and you know what he said I've never met him yeah that's what's so weird and they said that I forced myself to marry Martine as my work husband, which is only a hundred percent true. But the thing is, Uncle Mark wasn't there. Oh, and so he was pissed. Well, maybe she'll meet him tomorrow. It's or that's day. not the point. It's going to happen. But like, also, like, how dare I? <laughs> I don't know what to say. I know. And then, uh, and then Janie asked if we were hungry. Oh, Janie, so Courtney work. knew that I was in good hands. I just want to shout out Janie because she will see me in the hallway and she'll be like, Hey, do you have a snack of the game? Yeah. Cause I have like these delicious pastries and usually it's from like crispy and bacon yes. or something really, really good. So shout out Janie McCauley. She is the sweetest. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I usually have like a bunch of different snacks lined up, but she has given me a couple snacks from time to time and they were fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I think so... I'm going to let you go. Uh, <sighs> She doesn't want to, I had to say it. I just don't want to. I had to say it. I don't want to say goodbye. Um, I don't, I but, don't, I don't ever want this to end tonight. Okay. Now you're being weird. Don't be weird. Don't <laughs> I'm be weird. being like Lou when he tried to get into the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm like, Lou, you gotta go. And then dressed up as Jameson Tyone. Yeah, okay. Like what was that? Ugh, who even knows? Cheers. Cheers. That's a good, that was a good, like, I'm gonna let you I go. feel like that was a good Halloween costume. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you, you go. go. I'm, let me let, let you go. go. <laughs> Bye. This is the last call, last call.